friends it's Hi. your favorite bougie aunties and we're back glad to be with you this is bougie auntie keisha and kate and thanks again for joining us for a little bit more of our shenanigans we love shenanigans and we hope you love shenanigans we're assuming if you're listening at this point you do love shenanigans or you're just interested to see what nonsense we're going to talk about next either way welcome back they're looking for a reason to cancel you <laughs> Hashtag cancel. They're not going to find it here. That's for sure. <laughs> Let me tell you. But um, yeah, it's an exciting time here in our little uh, Midwestern hamlet of Indianapolis. It is an indie. We love the sports. You name it. We're into it. Football with the Colts and now NBA All-Star Weekend. I love that you said the sports because it's very much giving uh i like the the sports the ball the foot the ball the with the foot that we play the sports everyone knows i'm a huge sports ball fan obviously so. of course of course seeing as we just talked about the super bowl we only care about just um of usher concert so yeah never mind the actual plan of the ball that will yeah. be happening but and again Never mind the athletes who have worked very hard. It's to... really not about the basketball game. But there's a ton of stuff going on yeah. leading up to it. Are you going to be participating in any of it? I will not be participating in any of it. Um, as much as I love that vision for myself, um, it just, I'm tired. It sounds exhausting. <laughs> It does. There's so much cool stuff going on, right? Um, in terms of like parties and celebrities and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, but it's going to be like, it's going to be late. And I would have to put some heels on probably. See, that's my line. I'm the introvert. You're supposed to be out. You're supposed to be outside. I mean, I'm outside my house. I, your cul-de-sac does not count oh it, it doesn't, doesn't oh darn absolutely okay. not but no much like you i will not be outside but i've been somewhat keeping tabs on what's going on in the city and i think it's bananas they've got like crazy concerts planned for example the baby and jeezy mm. and i've seen T-Pain and 2 Chains, Moneybag Yo. And I have questions. I need to speak to the manager because I'm trying to figure <laughs> out how Keith Urban got invited to the cookout. Say what now? Keith Urban. One of these things is not like the no, other. No, I have questions. Well, listen, I'm maybe somebody planning this was like, this is feeling like we need to. I just love that it's Keith Urban is the diversity ad here, right? Urban's his last name. It name. works. It's totally fine. <laughs> I love it. Shout out to Keith. He seems like a cool dude. I love this for him. I'm confused, but if he likes it, I love it. So. I would just love to have been in the room where it happened. Shout out <laughs> Hamilton to be like the conversation about how about Keith Urban to like mix things up a little bit. Last name Urban. I'm in. <laughs> Sign them. Keith is like a check is a check. Let's do this. But I don't know. I think the kids are going to be wild and out. They will. I'm I sure. love that for them. Yeah. Remember there was a time when we were young and free and in these streets? We were. Remember that? We were. We went places in the winter. 
wearing minimal clothing, but standing on how cute we were. I have to pose the question, do you remember? Oh, no. I know. And even I question if I want this on the record. Well, you done did it now. <laughs> we here now. <laughs> do you remember when we went to that whack Jamie Foxx after party? Stop. Why would you bring that up? I know it's on the record. Why now. would you bring that up? It was so whack because it was like in a like strip mall yeah, at was, some club. Yep. And he showed up and all I remember, it was like after work. So we, you know, even in our, even in our youthful state at that, this point, it was late. Um, yes, we were, we were to the people. Yeah. After work for us is like later. Yeah. Night, yeah. Yeah. This was in our, our TV news days and yes. it was, you know, so we're talking about 1am, right? Yes. Jamie shows up and then he's just like pouring booze in the mouths of the women who were just lining up. And I just remember us looking at each other and being like, it's a no for me, dog. I don't know why we were, I mean, we wanted to be where, like Ariel, we wanted to be where the people are. We did. And yeah, we we thought we could be, we were like. We tried like, it on for size. We did. It was ratchet, but we were like baby ratchet. We were ratchet adjacent. Ratchet light, like the Coke Zero. Right. Ratchet. But I think we just realized that, like, if this is what it takes to, like, be part of this, it ain't for us. No, it was not. And we were so much younger than, can you imagine that now? <laughs> we would have gone and grabbed some girls and been like, listen, I want you to want, do you have a college plan? Are you, like, like what, I, do you really need to be here? Let's talk. Let's go have some therapy. Take this cardigan, put on these sensible <laughs> shoes, and let's get out of here. You will regret those heels later, baby girl. Bunions, all kinds of things. Yeah. So Those oh. were different times for us. Those we were, were. We were different people. You really took me back with that one. <laughs> we just, just as a sense of like how long we've known each other. But that you, was unfortunate. And I remember so little about that <laughs> evening, not because we were like lit or anything like that, but because it was so unremarkable. Yeah. I remember Jamie being like, Five foot nothing yeah. or whatever. Yes. It just was, we thought we, it was going to be the a, like, a, like a video and it was so not that. And no. I do remember at one point, Jamie kind of like looking around and I think he kind of like looked over at us and our judginess. I don't know. Part of me <laughs> thinks that he thought that maybe he shouldn't be here either. Like, what is this? We questioned him and then he questioned himself. <laughs> so there's that. But. We, love, we still love you, Jamie Foxx. That just was not at Fats, all. Fats, he has glowed up since then. Oh, his big time. career big and time. all of the things. So, yeah. so we've got the All-Star Game. And I think going to that kind of stuff is like the most fun, the best part probably of being a celebrity is being invited to stuff like that. But, you know, and again, we're not ones to be like, oh, it's so hard being a celebrity, right? They're rich. You know, they're famous. But there's definitely sides of it that are challenging, shall we say. I could never be a celebrity because I don't want people, like I don't even want my coworkers in my business. So can you imagine <laughs> if I saw my business on TMZ? Like that to me, nobody is equipped to handle that type of criticism no. and feedback or praise, frankly. Yeah. Cause even at work, I'm like, don't ask me no questions. 
don't just just let me be but yeah. yeah i don't get it i wouldn't want that life well and then so there's like it's is there's layers to it because there's like you're a celebrity and people want to know about your private life there's also this idea that somehow celebrities should weigh in on certain things which are like political things world events um all kinds of things like that and, and my belief is that if celebrities want to express their opinion they shouldn't be they they shouldn't feel like they can't have a voice because they are a celebrity so i'm all for that um but i kind of question this idea and i think it's come up recently with you know two of the biggest singers in the world you know uh taylor swift and beyonce uh where there's been questions of like why aren't they saying things about social or political issues that are happening right now that kind of like expectation what do you think about that i i'm so conflicted because i understand the fact that they have this platform they mm -hmm. are commanding the attention of millions of people at once at any given time. So that is a very powerful platform. And you want to think that, yeah, maybe they should be doing something with it for the good of humanity. So I understand the sentiment. However, my issue is, you know, I love me some Queen Bee. Yeah. But is she really qualified to speak on international affairs? This exactly. This exactly. I also feel like we need to not hold our celebrities to a higher standard than we hold our politicians, right? Like, you know, it's it's a thing of like, there are, like you're saying, there are real world leaders. There are real consequences to these things. Um, and even the world leaders have experienced speech writers right. writing their thoughts right. out. So why researchers? Do... Exactly. Yes. I mean, the tensions in the Middle East have been going on for eons. Right. There are so many details and nuances, and just so many things that go into all of it. So yeah. what makes us think that Beyonce or any star, whether movie star, etc. Mm -hmm. Unless this is your passion, your wheelhouse, something you have been deeply invested in for a while, like you just can't speak off the cuff. Yeah. Like that would be, and imagine saying something wrong. The Twitter fingers, oh my gosh, they will be on fire if yeah. you just say one thing wrong. So I don't know. I don't blame celebrities who choose not to use their platform for that reason. But I do find it very admirable when they decide to put their money to whatever cause. Agreed. Agreed. And I do feel like, like you said, if 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 there are artists who feel compelled to do so, there's been some really like just off the top of my head, I'm thinking like Green Day's American Idiot album, where they had something to say about the state of the country and the state of the world at that time. And it it wasn't them just like getting on stage and saying it, they infused it into their art in a way that felt right and authentic to them. I think that's the thing is like, it has to come from them. It can't be us being like, we're disappointed that you don't have a position on A, B, and C. And where's your song about this? And why aren't you talking about that? Because I don't think that, that you know, we should have that expectation of artists. If they want to, and it feels authentic, there's some really great stuff out there. 
um, that is social, it is political. Um, and that's been happening for decades of music and movies and things like that. I don't think it's right to have an expectation no. of that. No, I just, I don't think these people are equipped to do so because similarly, there have been tons of conversation around Taylor Swift and feminism, for yeah. example. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, she does, I believe, in some regards, plays into her privilege, mm -hmm. whether she knows that or not. But I don't really know that she's come to really understand how that works. Yeah and how that influences culture. And it's not just about her and people perceiving her as the adorable girl next door, right. even though she's a full grown woman. Um, I, I do, I think there are implications to that that even she hasn't recognized or reckoned with. So yeah. to expect her to put out this dissertation and disavow this privilege that she has that is rooted in a lot of Feminism ideals that perhaps are contrary to feminism for black women, white feminism versus black feminism. Yeah. She hasn't really processed that. No. I mean, I would be surprised if she had, but I, I doubt she has. I would say probably not. I also think that like being an artist is a journey and as she gets older, right, uh, her view, her perspective may change on certain things. I'm also a little bit like artist kind of like she's a prolific songwriter as we've talked about before and she kind of writes from her perspective um and you're right it is a very uh it is a very specific perspective i don't know that i would want taylor swift to write songs about what it means to be a black woman <laughs> you know what i mean i don't think that's her lane and i don't necessarily want her in that lane it won't come across as authentic. You don't want her to remake Ice Cubes. It was a good day. I would not. I genuinely, Today, although I didn't have that's, to use my AK. Today was a good day. That is so bonkers that you even suggested that, that I kind of now want her to do that. Because I would love to even, I am going to have to go to chat GPT and see if, if we can get that. Because that sounds I'm amazing. Here, I'm here for it, Tay. And cringe at the same time. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I don't want to forget to bring up a certain question that you asked recently. Who and did I ask? You, it was, it was, it got a, such a what the what answer for me, because again, knowing you, my friend, all these years, I never imagined that you would say, should I get a tattoo? I, yes, I sensed your shock and surprise with the question. <laughs> And I assure you, A, it's not surprising that I haven't done it because I have been thinking about this for four years. So in true Keisha fashion, I have to analyze, <laughs> overanalyze, and analyze some more. But it's not as scandalous as perhaps you think it might be because... No tramp stamps happening? Not yet. Not for the first one. We're going to get you to dip your toe. Yes, I have to ease into it. But no, I've been debating since my sister died if I should get a tattoo to honor her. Mm. As you know, she passed away in 2020, the year of the Hellmouth, when everything was going sideways mm. in the world. So literally, ever since then, I keep debating and hemming and hawing. Mm -hmm. And I even asked the, the woman who does our hair, 
Have you seen her artwork? She has the most beautiful tattoo. I have not. Oh my I think gosh. she, no, I think it was covered up. No, she's even got like her daughter's face. Like it's intricate. It's beautiful. And I'm in awe every time I see it. So I asked her, I was like, who did your tats? And she told me and I'm like, okay. And I went to the person's page and I looked at um, their artwork and it's all phenomenal. I just don't, and it's not even necessarily about the pain. Uh, I mean, I try to stay away from pain, but I think I have a decent threshold to tolerate it. It's just the commitment that's throwing me off. Yeah. Like to me, this is like permanent, permanent. Yes. And I don't know if I can, I just, I can't, I can't commit to commitment issues. I, I, I understand that. I think I have thought from time to time about it and thought, but I, I struggle with the like, oh, this is it, because it is permanent. This has got to be something great. This has got to be amazing. Whereas I feel like then I see people that are like, I did Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Like they've just got random. They just went in and did it. And I could never do anything like that. Exactly that. Because I was like, I won't regret it yeah. because it's for my sister. It's not like I'm tatting an Ice Spice lyric or something <laughs> on my arm. Like this is for my sister. So I won't regret it in that regard. But yeah. just something about the level of commitment it requires freaks me out. So I haven't done it. Thinking about it for years. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. I know. So I'm right there with you. And then I'm also going to, this is going to sound super, super shallow, right? I worry about, we are women of a certain age. And you see all these older people that got tattoos in their youth. and they don't look so great. They're not, you know, elasticity. Is, no. I'm just going to leave it at that. But like, yeah, that's another thing about when I think about it of being like, number one, how's it going to look in 20 years? The cute kitten that now looks like Tigger. Nobody <laughs> wants that. Tigger who's had too much to drink. <laughs> uh, the other thing is like, we're women of color. So if I decided one day that I wanted to get rid of it, these processes for removing tattoos, you know, we scar for like, it's, it's, it's never going to go away, even if I decide I don't want it. So it's permanent one way or the other. Um, yeah. So I just think about all those things and I have the same kind of like paralysis around it. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not like so precious about my skin that like, I can't imagine doing that. But just when I get down to the nitty gritty of trying to like, think about what it would be. And I, I just, yeah, I lose my will. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, oh, I really want to honor my sister, but I don't know if I can do this. So I don't know. So you've got no answers. You're not going to. I don't. There's, you know, when I thought about like my kid's name and some kids names, because I thought about what's something that like I will never, you know, it's forever, forever, forever etched is like my, you know, my kids names. But then I see some of those and I'm like, is this basic? This looks kind of basic. Right. I question myself. I judge myself. And so here I am with, you know, no tattoo. Um, so I'll be interested to see if you carry through with it. Know that if you decide, I'm definitely going to support you and even will come with you um, and we'll play inspirational music while you get your tattoo. <laughs> Hero by Mariah Carey or something like that. I don't know why that popped in my head. but yeah. I, It's definitely the vibe I was thinking of. It's going to be, it. yeah, it's going to be very inspirational. So, you know, more to come on that. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get matching favorite bougie auntie tattoos. Oh, love that for us. I do. I do. Stay tuned, y'all. <laughs>
we can't get out of here without doing our sister who slays uh, for yes. this episode. I am obsessed. After watching Tracy Chapman on the Grammys, Aww. I am so in love with her. And I'm so glad that she was able to have that moment. And just kind of the excitement and the ovation and all of the energy she's getting from people, to me, is long overdue. She looked amazing, skin glistening Listen, like a goddess. The melanin was melanining. It because was. if you couldn't see her white hair, if she had had a hat on, you could have been like, she could be 20, she could be 60. I have no idea. It was, the skin was popping. Her smile was so beautiful. And she looked just genuinely happy and appreciative and humble and mm -hmm. just good energy, good vibes. And her voice hasn't changed. At all, at all in I don't know 30 years or however long that it's been and the fact that I mean it's a bummer that it took a country music artist to like yeah. make sure that she got the flowers that she so deserves but, but also get that money Tracy exactly. I, I was kind of like you know she wrote like that's her song so she's going to get she's getting paid off of that so I see what you're saying though about like it was a great song when she first recorded it yeah that never got any accolades really yeah. I just remember thinking it was when I was younger because we were young when that came out I was like, this is the most depressing song I've ever heard in my life. And that's the thing. Like, whenever it came on the radio back in the day, I listened to it because I love the sound of the guitar. I yeah. thought the voice was pretty. Yeah. And, but I just remember I didn't know any of the words. I just heard, you know, fast car every now and then. And I'm like, this song is about a fast car. Why is this person singing so slow? I don't understand. What are they so upset? Yes. Why? And I had no idea what it was about, but I was watching the performance on my phone mm -hmm. in my driveway the day after the Grammys. And I'm listening, really listening to the words for the very first time. Yeah. I'm like weeping into my bacon egg croissant. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? Oh, I know. It's a very, it's a very emotional song. And I, like you, I love her voice that it's so different. It's and, just silky and folksy oh. and soulful at the same time. And I just want to hug Tracy and you are a sister that slays. Absolutely. Good for you. Yes. I hope that country music check is, has many zero. Heroes. You deserve it all. Quietly making wonderful music all these years. So we yeah. wish the best for you. We sure do. Good times. Well, y'all, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you for joining us for another episode. And you know that we will be back real soon. For sure. Miss us. Take care. Bye. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>